Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome everyone to another episode of JSP Gamescast. I'm your host Rob, aka Zen. Joining me today, we have Ryan. I am here. You are here. I am here. I, w- I was worried for a second there was a bit of a delay <laughs> there, and I was like, "Oh no, am I all alone?" <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 yeah, no, no loneliness here. We're we're Excellent. all good. Yeah, we're all good. Good, good. I I don't want to do this alone. Yeah, I don't uh, blame you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's scary out there it's just it's very scary but yeah i, I am here we're uh mm-hmm. getting ready to do another jsb games cast and uh yeah. pretty excited about that good i'm excited to hear everything that you've been doing uh because i know you've been doing a lot been trying i'm to. gonna say that i'm gonna say that and i'm gonna hope that is true I, I I've been doing some things. I've been doing okay. some things. There is there is a game that I will be able to talk about when we we hell get yeah going. yes, good shit good mm-hmm. shit yeah. Uh, Drewstifer is also here. How are you, sir? Oh, uh, I'm existing. Existing. I'm quite exhausted. That makes sense. Yeah, you you've been on the road for all day today. Yeah, you've had a journey. Yes. But along that journey, you was able to overcome a, a pretty uh, difficult task uh, within the realm of Fire Emblem. So you, you've done a lot and you, you earn a good rest after we finish this recording. Uh, Lewis is not with us today. Uh, I would I would love to give a reason, but I don't know. <laughs> life. So uh, we'll go with life. Yeah, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go with my 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 staple. Uh, Lewis is out on assignment. Yes. Uh, you know, and and we can't talk about what that assignment is. But when he comes back, he's gonna have a lot of things to talk about. So yes. uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, and we'll see if that pans out. We'll see if I'm right. Come next week. Uh, <laughs> and you know, for me, uh, I'm doing pretty well. Um, couple of housekeeping notes, real quick. Uh, this week, uh, after you guys will hear this, um, we'll be doing the, the anime cast 
this weekend live. Uh, it's going to be on Saturday this weekend due to scheduling stuff. Mm. Um, so if you guys are interested, you can tune in at twitch.tv slash Pinoy underscore Grigio. Pinoy spelled with a one at 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Um, our assignment for this episode is Dr. Stone. Uh, so if you guys have watched that anime or if you're interested in watching that anime and want to watch it and then chat with us while we talk about it, uh, that is your homework assignment. So definitely check that out if you guys are available. And we have some pretty cool stuff coming uh, for that show as well in the coming weeks. Uh, I think we got got some interesting things to talk about soon. Um, other than that, also know that uh, the JS Begins cast is also going up on YouTube now. Um, so we, we finally have YouTube uploads for the, for this show. Uh, I am toying with the idea of putting up the back catalog of episodes as well. And then I realized, oh, we're like 167 episodes in. Uh, so that is <laughs> quite the fucking undertaking. That'll be a um, lot of work. Th- it'll be a lot of work. It will be done in very small doses, right? Maybe like two, three episodes at a time. Um, I don't know when I'm going to start that, but I think that's a process that I should do just for like record keeping sake, you know? Um, so yeah, that's going to be a process that's probably going to take all year, but keep on the lookout for that as well. Um, with that out of the way, let's talk about some video games. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't know what I that have was. no idea what the hell Drew you just said, is, but okay. Is, is melting before <laughs> our ears. <laughs> just getting sucked into his couch. <laughs> we'll see if he survives. Yeah. I, um, place Drew, your Twitch bets now. Yeah, Drew, you okay? <laughs> uh, I'm fine. King of games, baby. Uh, Someone. Um, Ryan, you you want to kick us off? I I know you've been been playing a little bit of Wulong. Uh, I have. I that's the, I have. the main thing you want to talk about. But, yeah. Uh, um, talk to I, me about, I, uh, I definitely have been playing uh, a lot of Wulong, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, um, kind of like uh, I mean, that's t- team another game from Team Ninja. That's kind of like uh, yep. from you know if you play Neo, um, mm-hmm. it's very much like that. Although quite a few differences uh yes. with with the game um but you know if you've played neo it's kind of like that same thing or even like any type of like souls game for that matter um it's a lot of the different those different elements although there's more i want to say it's like it's an interesting interesting mix of like neo and then also a little bit of dynasty warriors and a yeah. little bit of sekiro with it Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with how strong parrying is in uh, Wolong, which yes. a lot of the game is based off of parrying, especially when it comes to the boss fights and stuff like that. Yeah, um, it was something I wasn't expecting when I was playing through the demo. Like, yeah. there's definitely an emphasis, more of an emphasis on parrying in this game than previous games. Definitely. And, um, mm-hmm. and even with all that said or anything, I... I talked about my experience with Neo with Neo in the past and how mm-hmm. e- even though I do like I definitely believe and definitely feel Neo is a great series, it's a great game to get into, 
it yeah. wasn't for me personally because <laughs> there were a lot of things that happened in Neo that really, really agitated me. Um, as for far sure. as like, you know, the game is it, like Neo is was a very aggressive game. You know, I didn't mm. like the fact that like, hey, I'm doing an execution move, but as I'm done executing somebody um, with that move, I get jumped by four dudes and I die. And it's just yeah. like, it, like, it, like. I I get the aggressive factor, but to me it was a little too aggressive for my liking mm-hmm. with this. Um, I've yet to experience that with uh, Wolong. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of dialed it back a little bit. It still has aggressive moments, and it still has ways to where like, oh, you'll get wrecked, and you'll get wrecked in a very bad way that'll make you shake your head, going, "Oh, what the hell." <laughs> um, but it's not as apparent um, mm-hmm. as it was in the Neo series. And I I feel like, and I'm even going to include other Souls games because it's all in that genre to me anyway and everything. I, I feel like that as far as the experience goes so far, this has been the most enjoyable experience in this genre for me. And I'm even going to include Elden Ring in that. Um, Hell yeah! That's yeah, cool. um, like I'm it, like because like it short like again it's that type of game and everything, but you feel like you are on an even playing field with with mm-hmm. the way the game is kind of built. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. don't feel like you're ever really struggling a, a lot. At least for me, um, right now, like I just I just entered the third level. Um, I just, you know, completed the first two maps and now I'm getting ready to go into the third one. But like everything that like there's that sense of, yeah, I can do cool stuff and I can hold my own easily with this stuff, you know? Um, and I think a lot of it is because of the parry system and how the parry system functions in the game and everything. So like that, um, combat's pretty responsive it's pretty cool um you know like very fluid as far as like the game experiences so far and that's even um i don't know uh where you're playing it uh rob i'm playing playing on uh game pass um because it is free on game pass i'm gonna be playing it on game pass so i i only played the demo uh which which was on steam right right um but but i did download it on on game pass on both the pc and xbox and i'll probably jump between both mm-hmm. versions um since it has cross save along with that as well it does um but i haven't had a chance to like officially start it yeah um yeah. and i will say like the game running on uh game pass anyway like i i heard like with the demo on steam there might have been some people that had some issues with it and stuff like that um performance rise uh, mm-hmm. but at least with uh, the game pass and playing on it like the performance uh, has been pretty fluid for me personally for the most part there will be some like weird visual glitches that happen here and there where like yeah. sometimes the enemies will be like flickering um mm-hmm. like a certain color and stuff like that and everything and like that's kind of like weird but it's kind of like again it's just a, something weird that's a, it's like visually here and there it's not like all, all across you know that, that doesn't happen yeah. consistently it's like here and there where it's just like something weird that triggers it to where like enemies are flashing like mainly in the boss fights and stuff um yeah 
when I when I was playing on on the Steam demo, um, I didn't really run into any technical issues per se. Um, I think um, I felt initially I felt like there might have been like a little bit of stuttering, mm-hmm. but that was like on like the first load of the area for like the first like minute, and then yeah. it just like smoothed out and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I didn't have any real technical issues. Um, yeah, but I did. But I did hear people were having some some issues here and there with it. Now I will say one thing that's weird though too is because I am playing the game at like 100, 120 FPS, and then mm-hmm. when it cuts to the cutscenes, it's like 30, 30 frames. Yes, and it's 30 just like cutscenes. Yeah, and I'm kind of like it's kind of a weird jump to get used to and everything. And then like when it's yep. trying to get back into like the game, it takes it a minute to get get itself back to the uh, performance rate that you're running at in game. Um, mm-hmm. but it's not, like I said, it's not a deal breaker or anything. It's just like, just something that's kind of weird that happens, uh, when it gets yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, that always trips me out when, when games have their cutscenes rendered at 30 and it's like, it, 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 for me, it almost takes me out of the experience a little bit. Yeah. It's like, there, there's definitely like a, a, a visual change and you're just like, uh, yeah, you almost vis- start to think like your, your computer's like hitching or something like it's right. broken. Uh, yeah. Cause it know. is, it is visually jarring when you yeah, see it like that and everything. And, and then, but, but then it's just like, I gotta remember, I'm like, Oh, but, wait a minute. No, I'm running this on yeah. 3070 TI. You know, no, I'm not having any issues at all. Yeah, can't, yeah, can't yeah, be yeah, my, yeah. can't be my setup. No, not, not at all. Not me. <laughs> Um, but, but um outside of that i mean yeah like i said it's been a very enjoyable experience uh the characters are kind of cool uh the ones that we've met so far um because you do get like an ai partner that's with you too like when you're uh mm-hmm. kind of going through and seeing stuff like that and i know there is online capability too like you have other um players joining stuff like that and like uh you know we're uh last night we were kind of talking with a uh, uh travis about this last night too with the online like it will mm-hmm. always like if you're hopping in a certain area and stuff like that and everything it's always going to scale you to whatever the level is for that mm-hmm. which is kind of cool which is kind of unique um yeah. to make the uh experience enjoyable when it comes to that yes um so i kind of want to explore like the online aspect of one day with it and everything but like so far my experience with uh wolong has been very very positive which is like i said usually when it comes to those type of games i'm always feeling like damn i suck when it comes to these because yeah. uh, like how demoralizing they can be um Absolutely. especially especially neo um because yeah, of its that game design. that game is actually brutal yeah um it, it is it like if, if it's a game that like you you click with you you feel that is like it is a really tightly made action game and it is very cool but like also you you can't shy away from the fact that that game is as you said demoralizing it is brutal it mm-hmm. is like a case of like we're not giving you any sort of leeway here yeah um, which uh, which, which i think a lot yeah, and like mm-hmm. I said, I, and I know there are people that love those type of games and everything. Yeah, um, but which, it's not for everybody. Exactly, and like for yeah. me personally, I'm just kind of like, I, I, I was like, I need a little bit here. It sucks when I'm doing an execution move and then I die for three seconds later while I'm in recovery right. of that. It's just like, uh, come on, let's 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 dial it back just a touch. Like for me right. personally, you know, like, but. 
um, with Wulong, like I said, I, I, I don't, I don't feel that if I do die or stuff like that, I feel it's like, well, I just mistimed my parry there. So that's mm -hmm. what happened. You know, that's how I died. Or I was just like, oh, well, I just missed the attack here. I didn't, you know, gauge my health good enough in this regard and everything. Like, I don't feel, I don't, I, I, I don't feel the cheapness factor that was happening as much as I did in Neo, which was like, for, for sure. me, for like me personally, that was like an absolute turnoff um, mm -hmm. when it came to that. Um, but yeah, so far I've been enjoying it. Uh, like I said, I'm about ready to get things going with the third map um, for uh, Wolong, but so far it's been a very enjoyable experience. I think my favorite weapon in the game uh, so far is the staff. Um, okay. Yeah, the staff, like, especially on the first boss, the, sta the staff did some serious work for me. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, I think I'm going to keep rolling with the staff. It's pretty good. Um, there are Do some other know? weapons I want to try, but the staff uh, has been uh, the one that's clicked with me the most. Yeah, I was going to ask, do you know all the weapon types? I don't, I don't know all the weapon types that are in this game. I only know um, the sword, I mean, and then you get, like, the Naginata or whatever. Yeah, there's the, um, there's the staff, there's the Naginata, there's a spear, there's a couple great hammers. Uh, there's yeah. a couple dual-wield weapons with, like, some dual swords. And uh, okay. uh, um, uh, there's also uh, the swords, I don't know what they're called, but the, they're the swords that uh, Cabal uses in Mortal Kombat. Um there's those okay, swords. Yeah. swords. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, those swords are there. Um, there's, okay. like I said, a big, huge, like, spiked club you could use. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more Chinese influenced uh, weaponry with uh, with this sure. game because obviously it's more Chinese influenced. Um, yeah, it's definitely like this. This grand take on like the three kingdoms stuff it, it's basically if you take neo instead of being like the japan setting it's it's three kingdoms right yeah exactly right. yeah um but yeah definitely um and then you know you got your uh your um range weapons like your bow and arrow and so that kind of thing um there's also uh i think i think there's some axes too i think you use axes as well but um Ooh, okay um so but, I, I will get my my axe and hammer going yes let's go yeah, uh, halberds, glaives, like, like a lot of those or anything. Like I said, so far yeah. for me though, it's been like my favorite weapon's been the staff. Like I've definitely cool. liked the, uh, I like the bow staff. Like it's definitely put in, uh, put in some good work for me. So I'm good with Hell that. Hell yeah. Um, but that's kind of like been my experience with uh, Wolong well, so far. Um, I'm definitely going to be playing more of it. Um, I've also been uh, playing a lot of the uh, Street Fighter Duel um, mobile game. They had uh, okay. recently released. Yeah. Um, it's your basic mobile game, really. I mean, if you've played it, played a mobile game, you kind of know what you're getting into. Where you know you're trying to get your favorite characters and do all that stuff and everything. Um, there's a lot of uh, there are like idle game aspects to it too. So like if you're mm -hmm. away from it, you do accumulate resources over time and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. It has like your tower mode that you could do. It has your, you know, daily goals and everything like that um, that you could do. Um, it's a lot more. It is a lot more based off of Street Fighter Four though, uh, yes. especially with its uh, character roster and all that stuff. Um, um, plus, like the designs and everything and stuff like that, and kind of like the story. It's all more Street Fighter Four related. 
Um, but I mean, when you when you're doing a temple, it is literally the the, the Ultra Street Fighter Four character select screen. It is very much right? exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I was able to get uh, Chun Li and Cammy uh, with some of my roles. Of course, that's who's in my main party, along with uh, I think I'm playing as well, like uh, Guile and. Um, it's not evil Ryu in this one. He's called Mad Ryu, uh, where yeah. it's just like he's just lost control and the Satsui Nahato's controlling him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like even some of like the alt costumes that they have is pretty cool. Like seeing Blanca in a basketball uh, jersey is kind of funny. Um, so yeah, like, but- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no! I was gonna say uh, that game ha- is is notorious for having like really cool skins and alternate like artwork characters mm-hmm. that like people have been drooling over over those those characters for years now because it's been out since like twenty nineteen or something like that. Right. Um, in in Asia, uh, so you you would see these these random art cards floating around, and it's just like, bro, the these designs are sick. And, yeah, there was and, and no one really knew where they came from. Right, there was one design of uh, Cami I saw on her, and I was just like, yeah, I kind of want to get that one. Um, For sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, if you have played a mobile game um, that has like the idol elements and has like all those different elements of the grinding and trying to get to certain levels and stuff like that everything you kind of know what mm-hmm. you're getting into uh when yeah. it comes to the game and stuff like that but you know hey if you're a street fighter fan it's it's free you know just have fun with it um yeah it's not I, I bounce- it's not groundbreaking or anything no, and you can definitely tell it's it's like an older released mobile game, right? Like there, there's certain trappings within that game that just kind of like scream a certain era. Yeah. Um. In in like the whole uh the way the menus are and just the way that like uh they're so upfront about getting you to pay for for things. It's it's just very much a a very specific time period for mobile games. That yeah. I I I had like this reaction when I when I first started it, and I was like. I feel like I'm taking it back to like 2015 real quick. Uh, <laughs> it is funny um, though, um, and even then, like mm-hmm. Memento Mori does this too. It's like yes. whenever you get a certain milestone, they'll be like, "Hey, congratulations! Guess what? You can buy this for three bucks or whatever." And it's like, "Here's uh, this pack." It, yeah, it, 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 it pretends it's giving you a deal by saying like, "Yeah, you're getting 99 percent off," and it's <laughs> like, "Bitch, this wasn't even for sale to begin with." Like, <laughs> exactly. <what> <laughs> But even then, um, but even then, mm. it still gets me. <laughs> it's, it's, trust, I, I just went past the milestone of Memento Mori, and, and it popped up one of those things. I was like two bucks, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, it's like sure, I'll bite. <laughs> I I, uh, I bounced off of Street Fighter Duel um, because, like, in theory, it is something that I do enjoy because it it does take a lot of trappings from idle games, mm. right? But it also makes me appreciate uh, how distilled Memento Mori is. Yeah. Um, because like one of the reasons why I enjoy and, and constantly play Memento Mori is because like it is so streamlined that like I I get through my dailies like in five minutes and yeah. like mm-hmm. doing doing matches I have like a, I have an entire skip button to just like skip the entire fight sequences yes. and stuff like that. Yes. And, and things like, like little quality of life stuff that that really just like i'm just here to make the numbers go up like mm-hmm. I, I don't need everything else around it 
Um, in Street Fighter Duel, it's very much like, no, you're going to sit through these battles. Yeah. It, it feels very slow. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it, it's turning me off and it's making me like really realize like why Memento Mori has its hooks in me more than like anything else right now. Yeah. Um, um, but I, I do think Street Fighter Duel is a cool game though. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely one that like, it made me realize what I prioritize in these games. And I was like, okay, this is yeah. cool, but I'm kind of going to bounce off of this. It's especially the uh, skip button. The skip button is, is big. That, like, like, especially when you're going through, like, in Memento Mori, when you're going through, like, more the, games need skip buttons. Yes. yes. To be perfectly honest. Yes. I don't know how it's, that's it's, not. Especially like, the mobile games. Standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the mobile games for sure. Like, because like for example, like in Memento Mori, there's like the uh, like the cave of space thing that you do, yes. which is like a it's like a tower, time. like uh, it's kind of like a tower thing, and yeah. like you can go through that thing in literally like five minutes just by skipping all the battles. If I got and accumulate all your yep. rewards going through it and everything, like it's yep. it's so amazing. Like I'm sitting there, I'm like like when like playing through Street Fighter Duel, I'm like that is honestly the one big thing that's missing. If they put a skip in this thing, then I would definitely be grinding a lot more with it. Um, yes, but like everything sure. that you everything that you exactly said about Memento Mori is why I like I have that ahead of it uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and also like Memento's Mori's artwork is just out of this world got, good. Like yeah, it's so good. Like, it, it, yeah, the production values around it is just like that's a whole other thing. Like you have good music and you got good artwork, and it's like that's really all I need at the end of the day. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Plus, plus it has Cordy. Plus, plus it has it has Cordy. <laughs> it has Cordy. Uh, we stand Cordy in this house. That we do. That we absolutely do. Oh. Shout out to Cordy. Shout out to Cordy. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's uh, that's pretty much it uh, the, for me mm. as far as uh, uh, what I've been uh, getting into and everything stuff like that. Um, still okay. been also kind of sticking to an art grind. I have uh, completed I completed yet another commission, uh, nice. which I know you I I, I, th- I sent you that latest one I did uh, that I showed yes. you Rob um, and yes. uh, that one um, that one got some pretty good reviews. So uh, there may be some potential other things happening. Uh, art wise for me down the road here oh. that I can't say yet um, well let me just rephrase it I can't say on this podcast yet Ooh. Um, but um, but stay tuned to that I will say though like the commission stuff I am doing right now for the month of March I am offering $10 off on mm. commissions that I'm doing so okay. Uh, if you guys want to check that out, uh, you just go to my Twitter, RCB underscore draws, and you can see, uh, um, you can hit me up there if you guys are interested in any of my work. So that's yeah. pretty much it with that. So I love that. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm excited to hear more of this news you're teasing out. Yeah, um, I'll, 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 I'll tell you guys a little bit after the recording. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, so, um, Christopher, I know you are hot in the middle of a Fire Emblem map as we speak. How goes it in in those lands? No, oh, uh, I am not actually. I beat it a while ago. Oh damn! Um, I thought you just went on to the next one. Oh no 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 no. Uh, well, no the the one I was playing before recording, I beat it. Yeah, no, I, yeah, but I thought you you moved on to like another map afterwards. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I was uh, listening to Ryan. Well, what's going on but, with you? Uh, I've pretty much just been playing Fire Emblem for Coma. Um, <laughs> for those of you who... Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, I the more I play Fire Emblem Engage, I just think it's like a four coma comic book of <laughs> Fire Emblem. Like this game is a parody parody of everything Fire Emblem in like the most Fire Emblem sense. Um, but uh, no, I've been uh, I've been playing. Uh, I've been putting in a lot of time in Engage since last recording. Uh, I think last recording I talked about Crano. Yep, Sounds Cradle Origins. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I, uh, I think the last time I spoke about Engage, I was pretty much ragging on um, the game's UI and UX and uh, you know the the extracurricular acti- activities the game gives you gives you access to. And I'll be honest, a lot of those complaints have not changed. Uh, I'm about sixty hours into this game now. Uh, which I don't know how I did that in the course of a week. Like yeah. I, I literally just I stopped playing tag and then just started playing Fire Emblem and then all of a sudden I just had sixty hours of gameplay. I don't know when that happened. That's <laughs> how that game goes, man. I, I blinked and all of a sudden I was at like eighty hours. And that that was at the point where I was like, Okay, I need to just finish this game. Because <laughs> wow. I don't know where uh, that time came came from. Yeah, I I have no idea. I was just like, hmm. Uh, this does remind me a lot of um, like going through this game. Like I'm having fun playing this game. It reminds me of the time where I decided to do my Fire Emblem Awakening Lunatic Run, which I did on the second playthrough of that game. Mm-hmm. Where like the game is really challenging me to like pull out all the stops. Uh, I do have to say whatever algorithm or whatever, you know, calculation they're using for hit rate in this game is something else. I mean, I, that, that is that is the best. Like, all right. So I, I grew up on, you know, Fire Emblem 7, Fire Emblem 8, like Blazing Sword, Sacred Stones, like those are my Fire Emblems. Um, and so for a lot, for what a lot of people don't know is the way, like from Fire Emblem 6, which is Binding Blade, which was the only GBA game we didn't get, to Fire Emblem 7, uh, Intelligent Systems actually changed the way the game uh, decides hit rate, right? Um Basically, what it does is in Fire Emblem Six, uh, the game rolls one dice uh, out of like one to one hundred. It does like one roll, and then whatever it lands on, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, and like what it what it does is it takes the number it rolls and it applies that to like your hit rate and like the enemy's avoid rate. And then it determines on whether your attack is going to hit or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is like a lot more punishing than what they started doing in Fire Emblem 7, whereas they actually do two rolls uh, before they detect hit rate. And you'd be surprised at like how much that changes things. Now, granted, uh, Fire Emblem 7 and Fire Emblem 8 are designed to be easier Fire Emblem games, um, especially since Fire Emblem 7 was like that game despite being the seventh game in a long running series is very much designed to be an entry point because it was designed as the U S's first fire. Emblem. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so like coming back to this game, it feels like they took binding blades, like algorithm for determining like hit rate and crit rate and everything. And it just feels so goddamn punishing. Um, you, I, I, my head is just constantly on swivel because I'm just shaking so much. Oh, uh, that being said, uh, that being said, there are like a lot of strategic quality of life upgrades that I really appreciate about this game for better or for worse. Um, for one, uh, I've been, I've been talking about this game a lot on Twitter, like over the past week and like posting clips and like my thoughts about the game. And, um, one of the first things like that I really pointed out that I'm appreciating is like as I'm tackling these harder and harder maps, like and these maps are taking me hours. I think uh, like the biggest challenge one that I've done lately was Lynn's Paralog, and that took three attempts, like three major attempts. Like there were definitely a bunch of attempts where like I did like the first turn and I was like, no, 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 we're going to redo this. This was the Ranger Bridge. But like my first, like I did like three lengthy approaches and, um, you know, the, the more and more that I play these maps, like things like staves, which is something that kind of fell to the wayside and fire emblem. Uh, granted, I don't have the knowledge of like the first five games. Cause like, I really want to sit down and play genealogy in Thracia because once intelligence systems went to binding blade, binding blade is actually like a soft reset for the whole series. Cause like people who have played like blazing swords, sacred stones, and then went like into path of radiance, path of radiance looks like a huge overhaul upgrade. Cause like path of radiance includes like class skills and individual skills and like really fleshes out like character development. But this sort of exists already in genealogy and Thracia, like the character development in those games is very, very in depth. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's actually a reason why I want to sit down with those games and like really see, like, I hear like Thracia is like infamously hard and that's why they did a soft reset on the series. But like, I really want to see like how things were designed back then. And like some people are knowledgeable about it and I see it on like threads, especially like when I'm looking stuff up about like Fire Emblem Heroes and like how units in that game are designed like with homages with like skill sets they had in their original game, specifically like the, the genealogy in the Thracia games. Um, so, um, but like one thing that I've noticed, uh, is like coming from blazing blade and sacred stones, like there was this emphasis on, or like, uh, staff units were a lot more developed than in later games because for me my fire and moment experience is i played blazing sword sacred stones i missed out on path of radiance and radiant dawn like i still need to sit down with those games um but like i never got to play those and then uh, I played Shadow Dragon and like Awakening was like where it really hit my stride in Fire Emblem and like really dug down into the nitty gritty. But like as I played more games, I 
like certain things were becoming like a bit more like not necessarily dumbed down or but like simplified yeah. uh they took away like a lot of the status stays that you saw in the gba games like in the gba game staves you had like berserk stave like, which was a really annoying um staff to deal with uh because you could just be going through a map and then a magic user or staff wielder from across the screen can just turn your strongest unit against you. And then, oop, you got to restart because your sword master who you can't hit is just critting your entire like squad. Um, so once you would get used to like these staves existing and there was like a silent stave and a freeze stave. And then you go to like awakening and none of that is there. Staves are specifically designed for like healing. Mm. Um, so coming into engage, like that was long winded explanation to get to my point, but <laughs> coming to engage, um, like they really fleshed out the stave system again. Um, there are multiple staves that you get to play around with. There's a free stave, which can like lock enemy movement. There's a stave that breaks enemies, which is engages new mechanic where like you can stun enemy units and your units can also get stunned. Like uh, it's a, it's a new feature of the weapon triangle where like if you, if during player phase or, or whatever phase during offensive phase of whatever unit, whether it's the enemy unit or your unit, uh, if you attack with weapon triangle advantage, you will inflict the break status on your enemy, meaning they will drop their weapon and they will not be able to counterattack for the rest of that battle initiation and the next battle initiation. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's a staff that just inflicts that break status from like across the screen. Um, my personal favorite is the obstruct staff which lets you just uh, create an ice crystal on the map. And you can kind of use that to sort of like funnel enemy like swarms uh, through a bottleneck or like slow them down to give your squad like a bit more space to breathe. Like I've used the obstruct staff a lot. Yeah. Uh, like one of the maps specifically, uh, there was the Tiki Paralog map where you're going through like this, this temple and you have to activate switches on the temple to get to the boss room. And the boss room was like Tiki and two wolf knights and an ice wyvern. And I'm just like, I cannot take all of those units on it. So basically what I did is I took my staff unit and like the way it was spread out is like the ice wyvern could leave first, but none of the other units could get out. Uh, with the same movement. So basically, like, I would kite the ice wiring out, and then I would use the obstruct state to just lock the other three units in there and sort of uh, slow them down. Yeah. And then, like, I could sort of take them on on my own, like, leisure. Mm -hmm. So, like, being able to use these stabs, like, having that more tactical advantage, like, again, just adds to, like, the more options you can do to approach these maps. And so I really have to applaud Intelligent Systems for, like, bringing back the system. And, like, yeah. they feel really thought out. Um, a lot, like, I know I spoke about it last week, but, like, a lot of the map designs feel really thought out. Uh, and just, it's such a vast improvement over, like, the last few games where, like, Awakening, like, even though I love Awakening, 
Echoes, like a lot of those moments are just like giant open fields. Um, so like uh, the, these these maps that I've been able to play, ironically, Lynn's map is a giant open field with like every mm-hmm. Bonite in existence, which is fine, I guess. My queen um, deserves nothing less. Another thing that I really appreciate, and for better or for worse, is uh, enemy AI will no longer kamikaze itself. Mm. Um, so, like, that has forced me to change up my strategies. Basically, what it is, is uh, if the game detects that an enemy unit, if it would initiate on one of your units, and it could uh, neither hit it or do damage to it, it will simply ignore that unit and just move forward and go and like head towards weaker units. So like you can no longer just like throw your armor general into like a group of like weak units and just be like, okay, you guys, him, I'm going to take the rest of my squad and go around the side. And now I don't have to worry about it. No, right. you can't do that anymore. I hate that, but I also <laughs> love that. It, it, it's like, it's a really cool thing. Like, like it's, it, it forces you to think about it differently, right? So it creates yes. a, a new, fun, strategic interaction. But at the same time, that can definitely like work against it. And you're just like, damn, I wish they would just kill themselves because this is annoying. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah. And like, you, you, you really have to think about, okay, is this a good idea? Because what the problem is, is like, if you throw a unit because you know the enemy eye like will have sections of a map where they they will just wait and they will not initiate sure. until like you, you enter their spot. range mm-hmm. so if you throw a unit that can't be damaged or hit into that range all of a sudden those units will start moving but they will also just ignore your like super unit and just go for your other units and i'm like oh i de-. like when i was doing the lin map i definitely like took my armored unit around the back to mm-hmm. see if he could just like sort of clear out that area. And since he couldn't take damage, I was like, well, he can kind of just move freely. The problem with that is a lot of the bow knights just decide to start heading for like my squishier units. And I'm like, Oh, this is awful. <laughs> um, and so like, I'm staring down like 11 bow knights within like five spaces. And I'm like, how, how, how am I supposed to deal with this? Right. Uh, I still don't know how I dealt with it. Um, Games a lot, <laughs> but, but it's good. I, it, it is. Uh, it is probably some of the best like tactical fire emblem I've played in a very long time. Um, I wish the story was a lot better. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it more when I consider it just like a four coma comic. Yep. Um, and that helps me enjoy it more. Like, and it's not like there aren't like good stories or good characters here because there are. Uh, I love Diamond. I love Louie. I love Chloe. Like, I love all these characters. But like, I want the whole package. I mm-hmm. want like really good map design and like really good strategic gameplay, and then like a really good gripping story, like Three Houses was. Yeah. Um. Like I know that they have the ability to put all those game, all those things together into a video game, and then release that video. Mm-hmm. They just need to do it. And you know, maybe, maybe that'll be the next one, or maybe, or maybe that'll be the the genealogy remake that we finally get because we need that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think I think doing this game now granted was made more with Japan in mind than us but doing this game before like giving us access to all the games we missed feels like a bit of a sucker punch to western fans but it is what it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it, like, it definitely no, go ahead. it definitely feels like a game that is like made for Japan right like the the, the way that um the the way that the story is it's just very very like saturday morning anime right yeah like there's a vibe to it that's like this is clearly catered uh to to a very specific audience and it's not going for like a wider reach you know which which is which is cool like do what you want to design right but it's definitely like not the the serious story or or like a gripping tale that like even me personally was looking for you know i I was definitely looking for something that was a little more engaging ha engage Uh, um (laughs) see what you did there and and like like, that's sort of that's sort of the identity that like fire emblem's kind of adopting like uh because with fire emblem heroes like fire emblem heroes is definitely like a bit more silly with like its seasonal Mm -hmm. units now granted heroes itself has had like some really solid arcs but like they have a weekly like four coma comic that just takes all these characters and puts them into wacky situations yeah and like all these seasonal units that you get in the game like they're all like really wacky situations or like even some of the stories in 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 fire emblem heroes are are wacky and like that sort of almost goes in line more with like a nintendo fair of like not as serious sort of cartoony sort of deal uh which is a bit of a far cry when you consider like awakening story Mm. Uh, which was a lot more gripping and sort of like emotionally charged. Yeah. Um, so like, I hope this isn't like the final direction for Fire Emblem. Like, we're gonna continue on in this direction because, like, again, I know Fire Emblem is capable of really gripping stories. Uh, specifically, like, I have heard nothing but good things about like Path of Radiance and genealogy. Like, those stories are like really, really good politically focused like just solid stories mm-hmm. and i i hope intelligent systems doesn't abandon that for sure uh it, it's kind of like that conversation we were having again where like i feel like uh modern rpgs are sort of going in this direction where like they're afraid to do like super serious things and, um like if you look at something like cold steel you know where we have our feelings about that and how uh it it definitely feel the story is more tropey it definitely pulls from like there's far less stakes or like it's far less emotionally charged than the series earlier roots mm-hmm. and the more rpgs i play i feel like that is a consistent theme that i'm seeing yeah. is like things feel a bit more cartoony villainy versus like really um sort of having emotional stakes i'm not very good at like clarifying what i'm trying to say no i I hope i'm getting my point across i i think it makes sense right like we're we're looking for things that like take itself seriously and and will actually like back that up and not do things that kind of undermines that you know what i mean um mm-hmm. 
like I said, looking for more things that have like more serious like political drama within it, right? And and as you said, things like having emotional charge, like you have these stakes and you have like a, a, a story that's not afraid to commit to things, right? Yes. Um, a story that's not trying to like hand wave scenarios here and there, um, mm-hmm. something that's a bit more focused and a less and that doesn't mean you, you can't alternate right so like one 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 thing i, I was kind of mentioning over the weekend is like how I, i'm getting back into like the rgg studio games and getting into lost judgment and it's like this is hitting exactly what i wanted out of everything i've been playing recently mm-hmm. right and, and it makes me think of like this is like it feels like the jrpgs we're looking for is just yakuza in in lost judgment <laughs> right like like these are the stories that i i want more games to try and tell and and they do a good job of balancing between the two things of being like okay we're goofy here but when it comes to like a story it's more focused and serious and like there are stakes there are real stakes in this thing yeah. um and, and, and i'm not telling you like we need so. to be zach schneider or anything. no no no, no, like, no, no like you're saying you, no. you can balance comedy yes. and drama and yes you know there are rpgs out there that do that very well and sure. like you're saying yakuza does that so mm-hmm. like i'm not saying i need like a, a broody edgy game either no. because those those jrpgs exist and you, they're not what i want either you you can absolutely turn the dial completely the opposite direction and have too much of the other thing right there's there's a very sweet balance that we're looking for here and it feels like a lot of games are not hitting that and there are some that come out that do like i'm not gonna blanket statement everything um but that is definitely a trend that has been occurring uh for more of the recent games that that we have been been going through yeah Yeah. So yeah, that, that that's where I'm at on Fire Emblem Engage. Unfortunately, I, uh, I haven't had time to like really play anything else. I kind of just sat down and grinded it out. Uh, I just finished Chapter 15. Nice. Uh, actually, uh, that map was really cool. Um, Which that map was, was that? Uh, that's the map where you find the dancer in the okay. ruins yes. and like you have to escape the ruins and yep. there's all this miasma and whatnot that again like that just speaks to the map design i haven't played a fire Emblem like that ever it's cool like, that was really cool it's cool dealing with like now you're dealing with miasma and like there there are ways to get rid of it and clear it um but like there are times where it's like, okay, do I want to use this turn to navigate around it? Or like, it, it's, it's a very cool thing to add on top of everything else in that game, right? I mean, like you have to navigate this map like you're going through like a dungeon. Yes. And it's not just like this battlefield or something. Like yep. you're actually going through a dungeon and then like towards the end of the dungeon, uh, they actually put a sense of urgency on your escape where it just throws these like soup, souped up reinforcements that you can't damage. Made that mistake, by the way, because I didn't look at their stats. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a problem. Mm. So, um, like, all in all, just a really cool map. And like, I, 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 every time I play a new map in this game, I'm just like, this is really cool. Also, fucking annoying. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, engage is good. Go and play it. Like I, I, I think I've really come uh, turned the corner on this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I, I do wish the story was better, but like gameplay wise, this shit is fucking selling. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. Um, anything else before we move on? Uh, I'm starting the Octopath mobile game because I really want to play Octopath 2, but I can't <laughs> until um, I beat Fire Emblem, so look forward to that, I guess. Okay. Hell yeah. Let, let me get your opinions on, on that game. Um, I, w- I would like to to see where you fall on it. I think it's a very cool mobile game. It's a very single-player focused mobile game. I've only played the mm-hmm. Japanese version, really. I touched the localization version for a little bit. Did like do and i was like all right got my fill um not because it was bad or anything but just because i burned myself out on the jp yeah, it's mobile games. And, I, I and it's, yeah mobile games i i don't typically stick with them for very long um but yeah that's cool uh on my side of the pond um over the weekend i, I did get a chance to to sit down with some uh some some street fighter uh you know uh Oh yeah, I did play that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, little, yeah, 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 yeah. There, there's a there's a Street Fighter game that's available out there. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you if you know what what stones to turn over. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, uh, uh, that game is very cool. Um, I, I do in, enjoy a lot of the mechanics within within Street Fighter Six. Um, I it was the first time I got a chance to sit down and like play with people, people, right? Um, because when they did do the the open beta, like I only got a chance to play like three matches, and it was like, okay, uh, I see what they're doing here. This feels good. Uh, I gotta go to work. <laughs> yeah. and I had other things to do, right? Um, so so getting a chance to sit down for for like an hour and a half or something worth of matches, and and really try to like piece together what is in front of me. I'm like, yeah, the, these systems are very cool. They're very well thought out. It's gonna take me a very long time to parse through everything. Um, so I, I'm probably not going to be even decent at that game for like the first eight months or something like that, because uh, your boy is a slow learner. But uh, it, it's very, very cool. Uh, I played, I wanted to play Guile, actually, when I sat down. And when I did, uh, one thing that I noticed is like, I am no longer used to like Street Fighter charges. Mm. Um, it feels very weird to me coming off of anime games, because like, uh guilty gear or or any other um usually anime style fighting games the charge motion is like very fast like it's almost it might as well not be a charge it's just like back it might as well be an mk special like back forward you're you're good uh but but playing guile felt weird to me um on top of uh playing on a snack box charge motions also just in general feels weird to me like i have that same sort of weird feeling playing may in strive when i play on a snack box it's very odd um so it, it just like wasn't clicking right and, and i feel like i would like that character if i had time to like really just sit down and training mode and just like grind it out but for the sake of like wanting to dig more into like messing around with with some of the other stuff um i was like okay i'll just play ryu for most of my time um and it was cool uh i, I enjoyed that game i'm looking forward to that game a lot um, I, I want to see. I want to feel out, you know, Dalsum and, and Lily, and see how how they uh, how they carry themselves within this game. And I'm very excited to see like how people. I, I'm excited to see like what the high level play for that game will look like in like six months. You know, like when a new game drops, it's it's always very fun to see everybody just like 
messing around with stuff and no one really knows what's good what's bad like that stuff is really interesting and then i want to see like where the dust settles and like okay once we sort of figured out uh not necessarily optimal things but just like we have better understanding of how to utilize these tools and it's going to be a very different game you know um yeah i'm excited for a street fighter game y'all that's weird we are, <laughs> it's very weird been a while since i've been excited for a street fighter game incredibly long time mm-hmm. um i'm also excited yeah yeah it's i don't know i might be sick <laughs> it's unhinged unhinged even um for most of my time i've i've been glued to lost judgment um i have so far according to steam put uh 14 ish hours into that game Ooh, okay um i i think i'm on chapter five ish uh so i'm a little bit after meeting tessa okay um for for the first time okay. uh and then and then we got back to the the um we, we got back to the office some things went down mm-hmm. uh and 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 now we're kind of dealing with the aftermath of that um and i'm like oh boy uh so i i was talking to chase um over the weekend and i was like so lost judgment is interesting because it just kind of it doesn't it it gets into it pretty fucking quickly. Yes, it does. To, you know, like you don't really. So the first judgment like <laughs> takes a little while to build up, right? Because obviously, like you're establishing like these new characters and like the setting, and it's like it's an intriguing situation. But like we're not really digging deep until probably like the halfway mark when things start falling into place. Um, but for this game, it is like you 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 have your excuse to go to Yokohama uh, to Ijincho. Um, you, you you're beating up some kids in, in a school setting for something completely unrelated to what's going on in, in <laughs> Kamarocho. And once the, the pieces fall into place and like the connections are drawn between where you currently are and what's going on in Kamarocho, it is like and that's like the end of like chapter one or like halfway through chapter one. They drop the bomb and you're just like, now we're going to just floor it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? Um, it is absolutely insane. Um, I, I am hooked on this video game. Yeah, um, I am deeply into this story. Um, like I, like I said about the game, like when if you when you play through the first uh, judgment, right, you can yeah. definitely see um, like Yagami's struggles and everything like that, right? and like how he yeah. was running away from everything that happened in the first judgment and then in this game you can see where those same struggles that he had to kind of battle um Mm -hmm. are being tested and he just he now knows how to stick to his guns um with with everything it's a much more confident Yagami. Yes. Right? Very like, much so. He, he, he's very much like, he's been through this rodeo. Like, he, he's learned from everything that's happened prior. And he's he carries himself with, like, a lot more confidence. Um, and I really like that. Yeah. Um, there There is something to it when, like, he is just ready to, like, interrogate people or, like, knows how to talk to people and just, like... You just you you immediately see the growth from the last game. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, you you are a real fucking detective right now. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. It, and that applies to everybody else too. Uh, Kaito as well. Like I, I I see it in the boy too. You know, the boy um, Kaito. 
the, the boy Kaito. Yeah. Uh, my man's just out here fucking drinking. He's just having a good ass time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Um in in some of the other characters that 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 show up. Um it's it's a very interesting situation that's happened down there. Yeah. Um, it's well, also very cool. Mm-mm. I was already say, uh, like you, you say you just completed chapter five, right? And that you just uh, you just got introduced to, to Tessa. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some other characters. Have you? Um, you haven't met Soma yet, have you? No. Okay. That doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Uh, you're probably pretty close oh, to meeting close. him. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. Um. I'm not going to spoil it, but, uh, yeah. when you meet him, um, things are going to get interesting. That's the best oh, thing I can say it. It's already interesting. Uh, that, mm, uh, okay. I'm just, I'm just okay. saying, I'm just saying that there, there mm. might be some other things that begin to pop off and, uh, oh, Lord. you're, oh, no. you're pretty like you're chapter five. I think you're still a few more chapters away, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, if you think things are going now, um, wait, just wait a couple more playthroughs. Oh, I, I already know this is going to escalate like way further. Yes. Like with with how these games go, like usually by the time you get to like that that halfway point or a little little past that, it it pops off in a way that is just like insane for whatever game that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And like if I'm already feeling like this this early on i know it's just gonna keep going forward you know like i know this feeling is going to get more and more intense as as we go through this uh which has me really excited because i'm like i i i'm just on the edge of my seat (laughs) yeah well i mean you're you're you're, you're gonna be that way with each chapter because like it just gets it gets stronger and stronger mm-hmm. through each chapter and like mm-hmm. the emotional investment is going to keep yeah. growing more and more for so, sure yeah um, like, but like i said i'm not i don't want to say anything that's gonna spoil it yeah yeah for sure for sure i appreciate that um i uh as far as like the combat goes so i know i had my my issues with with the the beat-em-ups at this point um, I definitely more prefer the turn-based RPGs of Yakuza 8, like a dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Lost Judgment, I'm I'm not as annoyed by it right now. Like everything is kind of flowing pretty well. Yeah. Um, so I haven't had to like make any adjustments. Um, I, I feel like the fights hasn't been. Um, I haven't had too many. Let me put it that way. They're like, not. I feel they haven't like, been as daunting yeah mm-hmm. like like i feel like they spread out pretty well i don't feel like every two steps i'm getting into a fight that also um is attributed to like having the skateboard mechanic right yeah like you, you yes. can't get into fights when you're on the skateboard unless mm-hmm. you like literally run into them yeah um so having like an option to like kind of navigate around that and not have to sort of deal with fights every couple of steps makes the whole thing feel a lot better uh and then the moments that i am into combat don't last very long um so i'm like okay we we, i think we found a good balance to where like i'm still not head over heels over it. i do enjoy watching all of the new uh heat moves for the first time like that's always a joy no matter what the game uh because it's just over the top insanity (laughs) yeah but um but i'm definitely okay with with how the battles are going out so far 
Um, yeah, skateboard the, mechanic is definitely a good way to get through some stuff, though, without having to worry about doing fights. Yeah, it, it's also funny, like, they they have, like, the whole trick system in there, too, uh, and you can, like, grind on rails, and I'm like, oh, so we're just Tony Hawk's Pro Skater right now. That we are. Cool. <laughs> like, this, these, these guys are just literally implementing every fucking mini game you can think of in, into this, this game. Like, we have Shogi, we have Mahjong, you have baseball, you have golf, you have karaoke, DDR, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, like, everything is in here um it's it's such a fucking package like I, I was sitting back and thinking about it and i'm just like every one of these games is a full package mm -hmm. like you have a, a really strong story you have a plethora of fucking side stories that are just like that that vary from incredibly emotional to super fucking goofy why is my chicken running this real estate agency <laughs> <laughs> shout out to nugget shout out to my boy nugget out there um and you have like the the sega arcade right which which lets you play some like sega classic games in there virtual fighter fighter uh five final showdown is in this game with netplay mm -hmm. um yep. it, it's such an insane fucking package uh in in every game just kind of like perfects it even more and yeah. like they they get better and better about that stuff um yeah man it's it, it's a it's a treat it's a real treat um coming off the last couple of games we've been playing where like they have been good but have been like slightly disappointing in some ways so it, it feels good to have a game that's just like hitting like every fucking metric uh that i can think of um playing it on pc um I think at launch, people were having some issues. Um, I saw that the game did have a couple of patches and stuff like that over time. Uh, playing it now, um, I have, it's been probably like the best running uh, RGG Studios game I've, I've had uh, on PC. Um, running it at 1440p at 120 FPS, like flawlessly, no hiccups, no nothing. Um, it looks fucking great mm -hmm. like the visually lost judgment is such a visual treat yeah um in in how smooth it's running just makes it the action feel good um yeah i know i'm definitely excited to uh, like do another playthrough of that game on pc when i ever get to that point i am mm -hmm. also kind of playing through the first judgment again on uh, pc okay just yeah. to, you know just to kind of relive that story and everything and play through that um mm -hmm. but like yeah i'm i definitely want to do another playthrough of uh lost judgment especially with it being on pc yeah def definitely recommend definitely worth playing through again oh, 100%. on this platform you know um shout outs to the to the one side story with with the uh the the kid in the school at night when he's dressed up as the fucking <laughs> yes. the, the the skeleton model thing uh-huh uh, i i was cracking up at that oh <laughs> have you um, awkward yeah that was a, that was a funny story uh yeah. size for it but have you have you done any of the other um detective club stories um uh so i'm, I'm I just did the one with the teacher that basically has the Satsui no Hado yes, inside yes. of him. Yes. The wrestling. Yes. Dude. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was a good that, one. 
I just completed that literally on our way back from, from Orlando, and I, I was internally chuckling at, throughout that entire fucking sequence. Yes, that was um, such a good one. My man gets hit with a fucking soccer ball by these badass fucking kids, and, like, the, the, the aura that he has, the fucking Heihachi-ass fucking <laughs> hair that sticks up. Yeah. My man has like this murderous intent and then like Yagami blinks and he's just like smiling and he's just like a good guy again and you're just like do I sense a disturbance here? This, yeah. there, there was like this feeling of of absolute rage coming from this guy. There was, what is happening? I sense this murderous intent. <laughs> and then uh and then yeah, of course, yeah, what the, what what actually sets him off in that story and is like, it's, oh no. It's <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's a very very good side story. It's, it's one of my favorites so far. Yeah. Um. So I, I've I've done that one, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's one more ready for me to do, but I haven't started it yet. Yeah, um, those ones are those ones are pretty fun to do too. And there's like, sure. um, I know there's also a pretty good uh, uh, side story payoff on that one. That like during those, there is one for sure side story you uh, you do have to do that involves okay. uh that involve I forget what her name was, but that involves the girl with uh, the detective club. Uh, there yeah. is there there's a, there's a side story that is definitely like must be done. Because uh, okay. you learn more about her in that regard. Okay. I'm assuming that's just continuing to go through those those, yes. those stories from the club. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll make that a priority then. Um, yes. Because I do have a habit of like getting to a point and then I kind of shut off the side stories. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, if there are some that like are must dos, like definitely let me know so I can jot those down and I'll definitely go through those then. Yeah. Because um, like, there's one. There's there's definitely ones like with side stories. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to like uh, certain characters and everything, like for example, mm-hmm. um, Yak is a three, right? Um, yeah. Doing the side story with Rikia, where he gets his mm-hmm. uh, tattoo finished and everything, is yes. definitely like a must side story to do, especially Absolutely. with how Yak is a three does. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, shout out to the boy Rikia. Um, shout out. Uh, but um, yeah, I, th- there's definitely those uh, that are in there and. Uh, in lost judgment for sure um and uh like i said i don't want to get too far ahead of it i'm just going to wait until you get to certain parts and then i'm going to be like ah let's talk about this uh because there are definitely going to be some moments that's going to happen that you're going to be like wanting to message somebody and i'm going to be like Oh, absolutely. Yeah, let's talk about oh, this. <laughs> I'm going to fuck it. I already know I'm going to fucking holler. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, I, I already know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, I, I don't know how long this will take me to beat. Uh, I feel like I'm going at a pretty good pace. Um, it is something that I'm playing daily. I'm trying to put a couple hours in each day. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see where I am by by next recording. Yep. Um, Hopefully, I'm in the the real thick of things. I look forward to it. Um, I bet you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you look forward to my distress. <laughs> oh, because because I'm gonna be like, yep, I felt the exact same thing. Uh-huh. Yep, uh-huh. I know how you feel. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt when this happened. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so that that's lost judgment. Um. 
And I think that's kind of about it. I've been flirting with with Elden Ring a little bit. I, I did reinstall that. Uh, I I did install um, the updated version of the randomizer and kind of messing around with that now that the DLC has been announced. Um, I feel like I've just like been renewed with interest to like mess around with that world again. Um, I do do that pretty frequently. Like I, I don't do like full Elden Ring playthroughs because that is in, insane. But I do like to jump in from time to time just to like mess around with that world again or, or play with different weapons and stuff. Um, so that's something that I've been doing kind of on the side. Uh, very much looking forward to that to that DLC whenever it drops. Uh, all of the 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 lore videos that have dropped over this one fucking image has been fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I've been consuming a lot of that stuff, um, and, and I hope uh, that that DLC really focuses on on Mikola, um, which seems to be the popular uh, thought process uh, so far uh, with what that image displays, because um, that is a huge like uh, question mark in in the overall lore of Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I hope we, we dig deep into that storyline because that is, that is some fascinating stuff uh, with that character. Um, but with that, uh, I think that's about it, honestly. Um, this week, I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, tackle some more Lost Judgment. I do want to get back into Crisis Core. Uh, I have some renewed interests uh, in finishing that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll hop back on there and then we'll we'll see what uh, what happens. So, with Thanks. that being said, um, does anybody have any last-minute things before we close up shop? Uh, Shout-outs to Budokai Tenkaichi 4 being oh, announced. Oh, that's right. That's right. That, that did get announced today. Uh, Tenkaichi 4 mm-hmm. is coming. Uh, we don't know who's actually developing it yet, which is a question mark. But um, it is a thing some, somehow, some way. 15 years later, we're getting another Budokai Tenkaichi, which is cool. I do like those games. Um... They're not necessarily like competitive games, but they have always been fun. And as I was talking with Chase earlier, it's like they've always had like really fun and silly like story modes as well. Um, it's, it's almost like a, a guilty pleasure I have with like some of the Naruto Storm games when it comes to like uh, CyberConnect2 and like how they do like a story mode. And I'm like, this is just a, a entertaining thing. Um, so I do have like this weird small amount of hype. Uh, for Budokai Tenkaichi 4. Um, but they also did announce uh, the, the rollback beta for DBFC is coming in the spring. Yeah. Um, so probably in a couple of months, probably in April or May. Uh, I feel bad for the Dragon Ball players, and that's not being touted out faster. I mean, they'll be fine. Uh, I mean, they, they literally just announced that that's coming very, very soon. Like the full version of that's going to come shortly after. They're getting a new balance patch before Evo, which um, is which is news because supposedly yeah. development and everything was supposed to be done with that game. Done. Yeah, they were supposed to be done, but apparently, like it, it got kickstarted again. Um, and a lot of that had to do with like it being brought back to Evo and renewed interest and stuff. Like everything's kind of working in that game's favor to where like it's it's still in active development mm-hmm. um which is very very cool and then they announced another world tour is going to happen next year as well so that game is far from dead at this point yeah um so they they can wait they can wait a couple more months for, for that rollback um and they still got to release the next gen version of that game too right um uh, i believe so yeah i believe so yeah I, I feel like they're probably gonna like time that together right um 
So I thought that was very cool. Um, shout out to Dragon Ball Fighters. I don't play that game, but I still enjoy watching it. It is a it is a game that is kind of fun to just a watch, but also just mm-hmm. fun to just mess around in training mode, just to do training mode stuff. Stuff, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, uh, let's get out of here. Let I, I want to get back to some lost judgment. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, no. Oh, uh, this is interesting. Oh, um, what's up? Of course, we all know our our, our boy Tong. Um, mm. This isn't really breaking news or anything. This is something I just kind of came across my timeline. But uh, speaking of games that's uh, getting renewed interest and everything, Tong just announced that uh, they're doing a Grand Blue Fantasy Versus tournament as part of the TNS series now. So, Oh, cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, get, get the engines running for Grand Blue Fantasy Versus before Rising drops, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're going to see that pop up a little bit more. So that that's also very cool. They did announce Anila. Uh, as a playable character coming um, pretty soon for the DLC season pass. Oh. But she looks cool. She has Totsugeki. She's riding a sheep. So, you know, <laughs> I, I am genetically, uh, you know, I, I have to play that character. Like, it is in my blood. If you yep. have Totsugeki, I have to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looks adorable. So. She does look adorable. Kind of surprised that's... by, like, how adorable that character looks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I knew nothing about her except she was Sheep Girl. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything lore-wise with her, uh, but she she's definitely a goofy, silly character riding on sheep. And the, and the sheep projectiles seem really fucking good. Mm-hmm. They seem really good. Um, and I, I, I like projectiles. Yes. Projectiles yes. are, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, 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 they're pretty all right. We, I, I stand projectiles. <laughs> <laughs> Social distancing. Exactly. Please, please stay away. Pet my sheep instead. Stay over there. <laughs> there you uh, go. So, with that, let's let's get out of here. Let's wrap up. This has been a pretty good show. We we squeezed a lot out of this one. I wasn't uh, expecting us to get a full fucking episode, but we we did it. We always find a way. We always find a way. Yes. Uh, Ryan, kick us off. Uh let's see i mentioned it earlier in the uh, podcast but if you guys want to follow me uh, you can follow me on twitter rcb underscore draws uh it's basically my art account uh where i do uh, a bunch of drawings things like that uh, i will do some video game stuff on that here and there but uh mm-hmm. mainly uh artwork stuff um so you could definitely check that out and everything and i did recently start streaming on twitch again uh, so you can uh, find me there. RCB underscore TV is the uh, Twitch account, uh, account that you can find me there. And that's Ooh. pretty much it. Sounds good. Uh, Drew Stiffer? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JSV Totally Drew. Um, I don't know. I'm just tweeting about Fire Emblem right now. Um, hopefully I'll be moving on to Octopath soon. We'll see how long. Fire Emblem takes me, I'm sure. I got a lot more under the hood to play, so we shall see. We shall see indeed. Uh and then you can find me on Twitter at Zenosuke Z and O S U K E. Uh, you know, anime, video games, art. That's all you really need to know about that account. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Jack Savage Base for everything that we are working on. If you want links to all of the the YouTubes and all of the podcast feeds, you can find it there as well. 
Um, you can also follow the, the side Twitter account, uh, JSB Anime, if you want to follow the anime podcast uh, that is mostly run by Asher. Um, so he, he's always tweeting about anime. I, th- I think it's uh, Marin's uh, birthday from Dress Up Darling. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I looked at our, our Twitter account and I was like, oh, this is informative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to keep up with anime birthdays, follow us at JSB Anime. Um, it's like, ah, good to know. Yeah, good, good to know. That reminds me, I need to watch Dress Up Darling. Yeah. Um, so definitely, uh, you know, follow that stuff. Uh, and then remember that we also are doing a live show uh, this Saturday at 3 p.m. Uh, at twitch.tv slash Pinoigrigia. Um, so yeah, with that, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Uh, I appreciate all of you. Uh, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Later. Bye.